Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome back, everyone. How you feeling? Feeling grand. How about you? I'm feeling good. 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 Good night's sleep last night. Just waking up. And uh, still a little cool out today. I say cool, not cold. There's a difference. It was warm yesterday. It'll be cooler today. Yesterday was just a wonderful gift from God. It really was. It really I was like, man, I can't believe we have to go inside and sit at dance for 45 minutes. I know. (laughs) I cleaned out the yard, and now I have poison ivy in my arm. Oh, really? Look at those welts. Yes. Wouldn't be a summer or spring without that. I can't believe that's out already. That's Mm -hmm. wrong. Is it really? This could be from last year. A lot of stuff didn't die off this winter. Yeah, <laughs> my grass I've been is still seeing green. Those little yellow flowers everywhere. Yep. Like oh, when yeah. you drive around, even like you know, because that's one that they plant like on the on ramps. Yeah, those daffodils. Yes, daffodils. Dandelions too. Don't pull them. The bees need them. But I'm seeing lots of dandelions. Mm. Just yeah. fun too. So uh, yeah, we hung out on the patio yesterday just because it was so nice. We didn't want to waste the day, and who knows when we'll have another one. Coming up later on, the first E news of the day: Will Smith has tried to make amends with Chris Rock. And Hoda Kotb is back. We'll fill you in on where she's been. Your first E! News of the day is straight ahead. In the meantime, let's check the roads. We got Denise here now with your latest Q102 traffic. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. difference between pancakes and flapjacks. It's where you live. Branding. It's where you live. Oh. We've, we've talked about this every single year. And people down south call it one thing and people up north call it another. Okay. Same ingredients, though. I refuse to Google this again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I think, okay. Yes. There's you nothing. don't have to Google it. No, I think I take it's your like word for down it. south they say flapjacks and up north it's more pancakes or vice versa. Okay. Well, I'll then happy National Flapjacks then. You in for flapjacks later? Uh, you know, they're one of my favorite things on the planet, I can tell you that. Pancakes? I love all breakfast foods, really. Wow. Almost. They're all sweet? Yes. <laughs> you pour syrup all over it, I'm in. Okay, Pink says doing uh, aerial stunts are what keep her humble. We'll talk about that shortly. Also, why Hoda had been absent all that time. She is back. Tell you where she's been. But first, let's begin the Sour Z News with Will Smith and Chris Rock. All right. Yeah. I know, but you know, Chris has been waiting all this time for his day in court. Yes, he has. So he got it, of course, over the weekend on his Netflix special. And I think most people are agreeing he still seems angry over it. Yeah, we watched it last night. Yeah, probably. he doesn't. Yeah, he still seems. You know, he he hasn't forgiven Will yet. But apparently Will has been trying to make things right. A source is saying he's tried unsuccessfully to make amends in the best way he could with Chris. But beyond that, family is important to him and, and Will has leaned on them. The source adds that Will feels he's become a better person since then. He says he is better but still remorseful. And I mean, Chris couldn't quite forgive him yet because that would... Screw up his whole act. He had to do this. Right. He had to do the show first. The thought occurred to me. Yeah. So let's let's see if maybe now he's more willing or gotten it off to, his chest to let it. You know, 
to let it go and right. forgive and move forward. Okay. Hoda Kotb returned to the Today Show yesterday. Mm-hmm. And she explained that her absence was due to a health crisis involving her three-year-old daughter, Hope. How scary. Yeah, she didn't give specifics, but she told co-host Savannah Guthrie that Hope was in the ICU for a few days and the hospital for a little more than a week. She said, I'm just, I'm so grateful that she's home. She uh, looked tired. Yeah. Sure she did. looked oh. so tired. I mean, well, that you will know, beat you up. When you have a sick kid, Ugh. you also take on all of that, too, usually as a parent, because they always want one of their parents there, you know, the sleeping, mm-hmm. all everything. Of it. Yeah. yeah. And she's still a little raw, too, with the emotion. My youngest hope was in the ICU for a few days and in the hospital for a little more than a week. I'm so grateful she's home, and we are watching her closely. I'm just so happy. I'm grateful for the doctors at Wild Cornell who were amazing and the nurses, and I'm grateful to my family, and I'm grateful to friends like you who were there every single day. So I want to say thank you for that. I really, I love you. I love you, too. Thank you. You have a lot of friends out there. Thank you. Who are right here with you, you, lifting you up and hope, too. Okay. Mm. So, yeah. There you go. And they love each other. Oh, they were holding hands. Yes. See, everything's just fine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break right here. Coming up, uh, Pink's aerial stunts, how they keep her humble, and what is going on at Joe Mixon's house? Yeah, good question. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have that coming up shortly, but first, let's check the roads. We got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rachel Ray has announced she's ending her talk show after 17 seasons. She made the decision in less than 30 minutes, but at home, it would take you two hours. There's a limited edition Girl Scouts cookie called the Raspberry Rally, and it's sold out so quickly that boxes are now being listed on eBay for hundreds of dollars. That's a great way for Girl Scouts to earn their black market badge. What's going on in America? You can buy legal weed in the store, but you gotta go underground for Girl Scout cookies. United Airlines has announced that it will offer T-Mobile customers free Wi-Fi on all flights. And Spirit announced that they're going to fly really close and you should be able to hop on their network. Okay, weather-wise, clouds on the decrease much cooler today than yesterday. Sure was nice yesterday. See a high of 51 today, right now 45. Uh, learned early this morning that Hamilton County Sheriff's deputies enter the home of Bengals running back Joe Mixon a few hours back after responding to a shots fire call that left a juvenile injured in Anderson Township. This is crazy. Uh, evidently, no arrests have been made, and Joe Mixon's involvement is unclear. But uh, Fox 19 is saying that deputies responded to the 7900 block of Ayers Road around 8.30 p.m. for a report of shots fired. Meanwhile, one juvenile was transported to the hospital with minor injuries. It isn't clear how the juvenile was injured. But it's definitely the kind of neighborhood that if you hear shots fired, you're like calling. Something Something is, yeah, yeah, going on. It's weird, though, that like Tim and I were talking about it. Like like Joe Mixon, even if he wasn't home, like what wouldn't you come out and say, like, I wasn't even home. I feel like by now he would have said something. There'd I don't be a know. statement of some kind. I mean, this happened at midnight. This is, you know, almost seven hours later. I'm not saying anything except through my lawyer. Yeah. 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 Which is fine. He could still say, like, I wasn't even home at the time or it's an investigation. Yeah. Because that's where all the rumors are starting is because no one has really said anything. Check his Twitter. <laughs> and the fact that that other Incident. situation happened with him last Downtown, month. yeah. Doesn't... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It Does it make of, people go, oh, there's nothing going on? There. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they had the TV stations and all the news crews out there in the neighborhood as 
crime scene tape was uh, wrapped around a home on Ayers Road sometime during the evening. Uh, a neighboring home is the same listed as Joe Mixon's home address in a warrant for his arrest issued earlier this year on the charges that Tim is referring to that were later dropped. Uh, but the property has not changed hands since then. So it is believed to be Joe Mixon's house. Hmm. And I guess there was at least one evidence marker in Joe Mixon's yard. But, Jen, you just said that all of the tape and everything has been taken down, right? And no charges have been filed and, yeah, yeah. no arrests have been made. And they allowed a car into the home's driveway around 12.15, so maybe that was him. Could be that he was not home mm-hmm. up to that point. Uh, then a law enforcement officer arrived with an envelope of documents around 1.30 a.m. Several deputies entered the house minutes later. Flashlight beams could be seen around the home. Three deputies entered around 2 a.m. carrying note-taking supplies. And then the crime scene tape was taken down around 3.20 a.m. and deputies left without making an arrest. Yeah. And the juvenile's okay, been, has been released from the hospital? Uh, one juvenile tra- transported to the hospital with minor injuries, and it's not Thank clear you. how the juvenile was injured. That's all I can tell you. Well, let's just hope he's not in in any more trouble. Right. (sighs) All right. To Pink. If you've been to one of her concerts, you've seen her aerial stunts, and they're pretty cool. Yeah. And Who knew? She says they aren't going anywhere. She says they're fun to do, even though they're really hard and physical, and they keep her engaged and humble. Apparently, before she became a singer, she wanted to be an Olympic gymnast. And once she saw Cher's Farewell Tour, which ran from 2002 to 2005, she felt inspired to add acrobatics to her shows. She said, I'm very unique in the fact that I get to think about, is there something I should be hanging from when I'm singing this? Yeah. <laughs> that's, maybe. that's a great thought to have, I yeah. guess. Maybe the entertainment value. Yeah. Maybe this requires something being built. She says, I don't necessarily craft a song thinking about that, but once it's there, I'm like, oh, that's going to be so much fun. Why would I stay on the ground if I don't have to? She said it makes her so happy that her cheeks hurt from smiling sometimes at shows. Oh, That's cool. It's so fun for her. It's always amazing to me how she can still sing. She's hanging there upside down, and and her voice is still solid. It's not cracking or... I mean, I'm hanging from something trying to sing. (laughs) And how out of breath are we? (laughs) Her documentary that she has, I think it's on Amazon Prime, is kind of talks a little bit about how she started doing a world tour and what went into it. And it was so well done. If you haven't checked it out, you totally should. But I was thinking about her coming to Great American Ballpark. Like, how is she going to swing from the rafters yeah, or they'll like, build something I, yeah she's gonna have to have something built yeah some sort of crazy stage they'll have some sort of stage yeah mm. some scaffolding of some sort for her to hang from connect the uh the foul ball yellow things yes, in the outfits <laughs> <laughs> she just goes straight across <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile despite what the internet would have you believe not everyone over the age of 45 hated rihanna's super bowl halftime show In fact, a group of seasoned ladies, shall we say, at the Arcadia Senior Living Center in Bowling Green, Kentucky, they recreated some of her moves in a TikTok that instantly went viral. Super cute. It has more than 30 million views to date. Rihanna took notice and sent the ladies a bouquet of white roses along with a note saying their dance was amazing. Uh, About a week ago, Jay-Z sent them a bouquet of red roses. Oh, wow, that's That's super cool. Yeah. Super cool. All right, so when was the last time you guys actually went to the movie theater? It's been a long time. It's been a bit. Last year, the year before, something like that. Oh, yeah, Top Gun. That was the last one I went to. Was that November? When did that come out? Or I don't even know. I think it was. Whenever that was. (laughs) Whatever the latest Batman movie was. I know. Yeah. It was the whole thing, too. I can't just say, one adult, pay my money and go in. No, you have to pick your chair. I need you to look noise. at the chart, sir. Where would <laughs> yeah. you like to sit? Really? What? Is it sold out? Is it that crowded? Was Top Gun in May of last no, year? It was May. It was, I don't know if it was May or September. Because it came out in December. Didn't it come out in December? It was on, supposed to come out on their birthdays. And then something December. else happened. And then, so yeah. it might have been, I don't know if it was May, June, July. Well, I went 
to a matinee on a weekday a few weeks after it had come out, and I was one of six people in the theater. Yeah, and well, it was in so many The theaters. rigmarole I had to go through just to pick a seat and yeah. pay my money was ridiculous. Yeah, and it it has gotten pretty pricey. I mean, it's an investment. So you do want to get the best experience for your money, and there is a system to that. Popular Science Magazine figured out the absolute best place to sit in a movie theater so, not surprisingly, you're going to want to you're going to want to be in the middle of a row, so you're lined up with the center of the screen. It's where you get the best view, but the surround sound system is designed to deliver the perfect balance in the center of the theater. As for what row to choose, you want to sit about 2 thirds of the way back. That's where audio engineers generally sit to test the sound system. Hmm. So, 2 thirds of the way back in the middle, if those rows are taken, you should sit closer to the screen rather than further back because it utilizes your peripheral vision better. I mm. tend to gravitate toward the two-thirds back zone. Yeah. yeah. Are you in the yeah. middle? Is that? Are you like to be on the end? Yeah, depending on how crowded it is, I try to be. Yeah, I usually like right around row three. Or, I like the last row in like the lower section. You know how when you come in and there's the main level and there's like a little stretch of like of a hallway that like a separates strip. Yes, yeah. a landing strip i like that last <laughs> row in the bottom section you're close i like to because i like to feel like a minute see i like to be at the top i go like three rows down from the top usually close to an exit somewhat like not as close to the middle a little closer to the end i used to do that but I found that there were more people on their phones, like looking at their screens back there. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why they gravitate to the back, because I think they kind of they get bored. They want to be on their phones, mm-hmm. and the glow of their screen is distracting annoying. and annoying. So I want to be in the end so I can go to the bathroom without causing <laughs> a scene, crawl over right. people. Plus, I also, I maybe Jeff is right. Like I do find myself sometimes being bored and being like, I should just go, like, because I don't go to the alt movie often. But if I'm there, I'm like, especially the kids ones, forget it. So there's this little tip. I used to work in movie theaters years and years ago, and I found that in terms of weekday matinee attendance, uh, our first showing like around, you know, 1130, say 12 o'clock, it'd be relatively busy. And then the 132 o'clock, it'd still be somewhat busy. But the 330, 4 o'clock showings were always practically dead yeah so if you want fewer people you want more of an immersive experience without the distraction of other people rattling candy wrappers and yeah the glow of their phone or whispering or talking through the whole thing that's the show to go that's the one yeah all right anything else on the e-news front i think that's it for now all right we'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock in the meantime straight ahead we got three headlines for you two of those headlines are fake one headline is real if you can guess the real headline, speaking of movies, we got a couple passes to an advanced screening of Champions starring Woody Harrelson. Uh, that's hosted by the Over the Rhine <laughs> International Film Festival tomorrow at the Esquire Theater, tomorrow night, 7.30. And we'll set you up with two passes as we play Faker for Real next. First, Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tanya. Yes. Hi, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Excellent. Doing great. We want to send you to the movies tomorrow night to see Champions, starring Woody Harrelson at the Esquire. All you have to do is tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, okay? Okay. All right, is it A, man steals kid's bike, then gets caught two days later when he rides it by kid's house? Is it B, two thieves got caught while recharging their Tesla? Or C, woman steals cheer mom's Louis Vuitton and gets whooped with a large bag of pom-poms? I'll go with a C. I know, that would be my favorite too, but that's not it. It's the thieves recharging their Tesla. Yeah, a truck might have been a better choice for a getaway vehicle (laughs) here, or really anything that runs on gas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two idiots near Atlanta recently stole a bunch of stuff from a Sam's Club so much that they could barely fit it all in their car. (laughs) So they walked off with several gaming systems and other random stuff like electric toothbrushes. 
But cops were able to catch up with them about 10 miles down the road because they had to stop and recharge their Tesla. And depending on if you're like on a supercharger or a regular charger, they can take up to 30 minutes or more to fully charge. So you got to plan ahead with these things, Mm -hmm. which they apparently did not. The stuff they stole was worth about $8,700. So they're facing felony theft charges. Yeah. They also had several guns, a few big bags of weed. All right. So cops tacked on charges for possession of marijuana with intent to distribute and possession of a firearm while committing a crime. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. And hey, listen, I have some more of these passes to go see the advanced screening of Champions. It's opening in theaters on Friday, but it's happening tomorrow night. Uh, at the Esquire Theater, brought to you by Over the Rhine International Film Festival. Just send us an email because I can I can hook you up with tickets. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. First come, first serve while That's supplies right. last. <laughs> okay. Uh, classic second date update you might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Leslie is in need of a second date update this morning, and we're, we're going to do our job, right, Jen? Do your job. We're going to try to get it done for her. Yeah. Hi, Leslie. Hi, guys. What's going on? Well, you know, I've been listening to second date update for years, and I never thought that, you know, I'd call you for one, <laughs> but this is just killing me, and I need some answers. Well, we'll do our best. Let's start from the beginning. Tell us how you met Thomas and how that first date went. And we'll okay. go from there. Well, I i mean, I got divorced a couple years ago, and that was hard. So I just recently started dating again and met a few guys. But this was the first one that I really, really liked. And he and I met up the first time for coffee. And immediately, like right away, he asked me to go to dinner with him. I assumed he liked me, too. He was acting like he did. And then a few days after coffee, he picks me up. We go to Red Lobster. Nice. And I thought everything went really well. The conversation was great. I felt like we really connected. Um, You know, Thomas and I have a lot in common. We like doing the same things. We're both homebodies. And when we do go out, we like doing the same things. Like we like going out to dinner, to movies, uh, Oh, occasionally we both like going to live music. Like that's so much in common. So I don't know. It just seemed like a really good fit. And then when he drove me home, he came in for a little bit, you know, nothing, nothing sketchy, just a snack and some tea and a little more talking. But then when he left, he gave me a hug. Mm -mm. I love that. You love the hug? No, I love the a little oh, snack. snack and tea. Come inside for <laughs> a snack and some tea. That's How do you not want to date somebody who takes you, you know, in for a snack? I love that. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay. So, no, I mean, he just gave me a hug and said he had a nice time and that was it. But then I never heard from him again. Well, do you think he was expecting more when you invited him in? Like, do you think he wanted a different kind of snack? Um, hey <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. I mean, I I thought maybe he would have wanted to kiss me and, like, I kind of left it open for that. But he didn't make any moves besides just to... hold on. Explain this to me. Because as a guy, I have always wondered, how do women, quote-unquote, leave it open for that, like you just said? Like, if you're not making that move, how are we supposed to know? I get busted on this all the time. Because is it kind of true that men are always willing to kiss you? For sure. <laughs> but there's that but there's that dance sure. you don't want to be that guy. Too you know, you want to be a, you want to be a gentleman and, you know. I assume he's trying to read the room, right. read her. Yeah, but guys are clueless often. So you kind of That's yes, my point. You kind of have to be like, how about we make out? 
or what just you hang do? out with them. Oh, what okay. Did, <laughs> yeah. So what did you do to open that door to let him know it would be okay to go in for one? Um, I was sitting pretty close to him on the couch and kept touching his arm as we were talking and sort of leaning in a way that would make a kiss sort of natural. See, I love that. That's my favorite move. Is yeah, when, the lean-in. Yep. And she <laughs> leans in and she gets closer and closer and closer and the voice gets softer and softer and you're practically touching. And she sticks her head out and she closes her eyes and parts her mouth. And then you kiss her and she's like, oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> Back up. Right. Yeah, but the touching though too, touching the arm, touching the leg, that's all very forward. Mm-hmm. All right. We've established that Leslie opened the door and he didn't nope. walk through it. Yeah, and that was it. I just never heard from him again. That's mm. too bad. All right. Now, is there anything weird in your house? Do you have like a weird porcelain figurine <laughs> collection or something, or <laughs> creepy dolls in the house? No, but I did. For, I did. You know, I did text him after I didn't hear from him. I did text him to thank him for a really lovely evening and nothing. Okay. What'd that hug feel like? Did it feel like an enthusiastic mm. embrace mm-hmm. or a half-hearted? Eh. Or a lean-over pat on the back? It wasn't a lean-over pat on the back, but it wasn't very enthusiastic, I didn't think. I know the type. Something yeah. happened. All right. We're going to take a break here, Leslie, and when we come back, we're going to call Thomas and see what's going on and okay, see thanks. what's up. Mm-hmm. Stand by. Second date update continues. <laughs> so Leslie is divorced. Been out on a few days, but the first guy she really liked was Thomas. The more they talked, the more they realized they have a lot in common. Great connection, good conversation. They're both homebodies, but when they do go out, they like to do the same things. So after dinner, he drives her home. She invited him in. He hung out for a while, but he didn't stay. He gave her a hug. She left wide open an opportunity for him to kiss her. He didn't take it. She reached out, no response. Here we are. That's pretty much how I think it went. Let's call Thomas and see what his deal is. Maybe we can get some answers. Hello? Hi, is this Thomas? Uh, Yes. Hi, Thomas. It's Jeff and Jenna, Q102. How are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> Jeff and Jen on the ra- on the radio. That's it, babe. Hello. <laughs> What's did happening? I, did I win something? Not yet. We'd love to set you up at the dinner. That's why I always tell people whenever we call, that's the first question they ask. Did I win something? <laughs> you know, the other thing they ask is, is this a second date update? Is that what this is? Maybe. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh. Now, Thomas, uh, you had to know this was a possibility. uh, When you go out with someone and you don't respond to their text or call them back, you're going to get a phone call. Yep, it could happen. It could happen to anyone at any time who behaves in this manner. I think we have spoken to all but a small handful of single people in town that have ghosted someone. (laughs) (laughs) We're coming for you next. That's right. We will find you. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, now, we spoke with Leslie. She sounds lovely. I don't know what your problem is. Uh, <laughs> okay. She sounds very... She charmed us. We like her. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Well, oh, man. I don't... I don't want to come off like a jerk. Well, don't be a jerk. Uh, just, just speak honestly and respectfully. Okay. All right. I'll... All right. Um, I just, uh, I don't think we have, that we're living like very similar lives, you know? I I think she might want to date men just a little bit older. I, I'm 45. She's 41. Not that I, you know, want to out our ages or anything. Uh, but, uh, but you're relatively close in age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I'm 45 and she's, 23 or anything like that, um, which is horrifying to me. But uh, I just think she wanna, she might want to start trying to match with, like, guys maybe into their 50s.
Well, that's really interesting that you say that because when she was describing your date, she said you two discovered all these things you had in common, like you're both homebodies, but you like to do the same things when you do go out. You both like concerts. You like a lot of the same TV shows. Yeah. yeah. What's the I disconnect? Mean, that stuff is there. And I mean, like those were, you know, like, you know, things that we identified uh, in each other. It's just, I don't, I don't think she's going to find a lot of guys in their 40s who are like her. Why not? For starters, I let her, you know, like we went to coffee and then I asked her to dinner. I let her pick the restaurant. She mm-hmm. picked Red Lobster. Well, I love Red Lobster. What's wrong with Red Lobster? Same. I like Red Lobster. What's the best thing on the menu, uh, Jen? I don't do Red Lobster. What? It's, it's seafood. Yeah, Salmon, the seafood. ultimate feast. They yeah. have crab legs. We like a good popcorn shrimp for the child. The Cheddar Bay Biscuit. Oh, yeah, the biscuits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, he gets it. But, like, here's the thing. She wanted, I mean, you know, like, I don't have any problems with Red Lobster, but she wanted to go at five so oh. we could get the early bird specials. That's you know? really funny. I'm still seeing nothing wrong with this situation. Frugal. Like, okay, all right, all right. And I was like, okay, that wasn't, like, a deal breaker for me. I was like, okay, sure, why not? Like, that's fine. And the dinner was fine, she asked for uh, a doggy bag, and she kind of seemed to be in, like, a, a little bit of a hurry to get home. Well, wheels on at a certain time, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, like, we go back to her house. She invited me in. She had made snacks, like finger sandwiches with the crusts cut off. I love that. That's, <laughs> that's so British. I was going to say tea time. Yeah. I like this, too. I like a good early dinner and then a snack about seven. Well, that's the thing. Like, like it, it, is, it was like a tea time. Like, she had tea and cookies. And, and it, the tea was, like, lifting tea bags and, and some honey in there. And then we sat there and talked. And, and then at, like, 7.55, she was like, oh, it's getting late. Almost my bedtime. And she handed me a Werther's original. Oh, and Lord. walked me to the door. Now we're drawing the line. That's really funny. I, you know, and I, I was, you know, like I left, like there was a hug, and I left, and I was like, "What, what just happened here? Like, did I just go on a date with my grandmother? Like, she you check your sugar while you were there. Well, we're under one eighty. You can have another cookie. <laughs> oh, you're irritable. Here, have some orange juice. Uh, but I mean, you know, like little things like that, and, and whatever. I mean, like it's it's just it's fine. Live and let live. What I'm night just, of the week did you, did you go out on a weeknight? No, it was a Friday night. The night you go out and stay up late. Well, did she have you know? Maybe she had to work the night. Maybe day. she had Maybe an Saturday. early pickleball game on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Let's but ask Leslie because I, I want to bring her into the conversation. We're okay. kind of going off on a tangent here, and I want Leslie to participate. You still with us? Yep. So how do you respond to what Thomas had to say about his impressions of you? I mean, I guess I we don't have as much in common as I thought we did, which is disappointing. But, like, I just – I feel like he just made fun of me for 10 minutes to you guys, and I don't really appreciate that very much. Well, let's talk about the early hour of dinner. Did you have to get up early the next day? Do you work um, Saturdays? No, I mean, I don't have to get up early on Saturdays. I like to get up early on Saturdays. I like. La- I have a routine. I like to get up early on Saturdays. I like to clean to make sure my place is nice for the weekend. But um, I had cleaned before because I was having company coming, which was Thomas. So I just like to get up early on Saturdays, go for a walk, go to farmer's markets, things like that. Get my errands done so that I have the rest of the weekend to myself. I think a lot of people do that. I get that. I'll Mm. tell you, honestly, our house is an early house. We are up at 6 to 6.30. It doesn't matter if it's a Saturday or a Sunday. We're in bed most of the time between 9 and 10. And we do eat dinner between 5 and 6. It's just like our house rituals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know it's weird and early for people, but we can't not do it. It's weird. Like even sleeping in late is 7, you know? Yeah. And your body gets used to it. Yeah. Uh, But... Tell me about the Werther's original. Yeah. Like that? <laughs> it's a good candy. That's that a, a new joke. one. That was just a joke. Like, I had some Werther's originals. I got them from work, and I just thought it was funny to give him one on the way out the door. It wasn't, 
I don't sit around eating Werther's Originals. I'm not a grandma. I'm just a normal person trying to live our life and maybe meet someone. Tell me about the inspiration behind that, like the finger sandwiches with the crust cut off mm-hmm. and the tea. That's kind of unique, too. I think it's cool. I'm not knocking it. Is that a thing? <laughs> no, like, are you just, British? Like, what is that about? Well, I am an Anglophile, but we. I would say that, you know, we were going out to dinner early. He did sort of seem to think five was really early. I did want to talk to him more. And so I thought it would be really nice of me to have something to nibble on while we talked longer. I li- and the it. pre-planning is amazing. Yeah, I like she that, too. She had the sandwiches ready. Yeah. The Werther original is a bit odd, but... You don't sound like my grandmother. No. You don't have any certs in that purse of yours, do you? Valaments. That's <laughs> <laughs> what my grandpa used to give out. <laughs> oh, no. no. Yeah, but also, she was into you, dude. She was, like, trying to put it on a little. You know what I'm saying? I... Uh... I kind of felt that, like, by that point, we, I, I was I was not uh, trying to think. There's no way, nice way to say this. Like, I wish you the best. I really do. Mm. But I, I, that's not where I'm at. I just, I wasn't feeling it. And I don't want to prolong this in any way if, if that's not where I am, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. So. Okie doke. Um, All yeah. right. Yeah. I'm sorry, Leslie. The date sounded lovely to me. Agreed. Thanks. You know, it's fine. It worked clearly. I don't think he is who I thought he was. And I like my life. I like my routines. And I'll find someone. Yes, yeah, you, will. you will. If we were there, we would have kicked up with you, watched a little murder she wrote before turning in. <laughs> yeah, and in the meantime, yeah. if you need a friend for sandwiches and tea, all available. Yeah. Yep. All okay, available. good. You all guys right. are welcome. Well, you take it easy, and best of luck to you both. Thank you. Thanks. All right. So you need a little help with the second date update, do you? Just send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. All the things you should have learned in high school. We'll have them for you. Plus... Why are clowns so scary? And there's a good reason you feel so much younger than you are. Some of the day's news that didn't make the news is coming up next. But first, Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. How y'all doing? Let's do a 735 check. Wellness check. Everybody good? Doing Pretty okay. Good? Coffee's kicking in. Yeah. I'm trying to not itch my arm. I got uh, a gigantic... What do you call that? Poison, Poison ivy, ivy rash. Yeah, yeah, let me see. Are you itching? Oh, yeah. Ah, you can even get you some calamine lotion. Do you have ointment? No. You need a lube. suffer through it. Oh. What do you put on there? The calamine? Hydrocortisone? Yeah, probably that. Yeah. Hmm. I might have some in my bag. But doing good. <laughs> doing good. Doing good on this Tuesday, the 7th of March of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here is your news that didn't make the news. Uh, Schools have a tall order when it comes to preparing kids for adulthood, but there are some basic life skills that we should be able to fit in somewhere so that kids have them by the time they leave home. Mm -hmm. And here are some important ones, courtesy of a new list at lifehacker.com. I was looking at this list, and I don't think we were offering any of these. We just kind of had to learn on the fly. Yeah. How to split complicated bills at a restaurant. That is a skill, for sure. But how would they teach that, though? Would they teach it as you just divide it up by the amount of people? Would they teach it, you pay for what you purchase? I think that's what they're, they because they're they're wanting to make it complicated. The simple way to do it is to just split it evenly. Right. Like but that's down. not necessarily the fair way to do it. Or, so. you know, do they teach you one way, but then you get a waiter that comes over and goes, we're not a vet. We don't do ch- check breakups. We don't break mm, up checks. split checks. Yeah, we don't mm. do that. You find the richest person at the table <laughs> and you have them pay for everything. And then you say, I'll Venmo you what I owe you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I just, the, that's what they need to yeah. teach. I think it's a great thing, but I'm just, you know. They're ever- having to do, they're figuring out the math. Because I bet they ju- I bet they figure out what yours cost and then what the individual tax on yours is. Oh, and God, then no. what the individual tip is on, you know. If I know people if that they do that. they want to make oh, it complicated. Oh, God. 
I like yeah. that. And if I, they want to make it complicated and teach, you know, real mm-hmm. life math skills. I'd end the friendship. Same. <laughs> I mean, when you're dividing tax, yeah. I mean, like, I like take the tax, divide it by four. Right. And that's the tax for everybody. Like, holy moly. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm like you, Jeff. I can't go out to eat with you if it's nickel and dime. No way. I'll just pay for you. Yep, I got it. <laughs> Uh, there's also that new cars are just bad investments, no question. Uh, also, basic car maintenance. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes, I fail in that. You go when they when the car tells you to go. I just I, had that conversation with yeah. Tim this morning because he said I was I had to pick him up for his oil change appointment, and he was like, "Well, I was overdue." I go, "I don't go until my light comes on <laughs> until it says, hey." It's time. When I was growing up, my dad taught me and my brother how to like change our own oil in our car and change the filter. But that's when cars were bigger and roomier. <laughs> right. In yeah. the engine area. Like now it's all compact and they put the plastic covers on everything. Well, and, and like my a boyfriend more difficult. tried to change my battery. My battery died. But in my Honda Pilot, there's something on top of where the access to the battery is. Mm-hmm. So I had to take it to someone to actually remove whatever that thing was to get to the battery. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Uh, how about the true cost of home ownership and mortgages? It's pricey. Oh, my gosh. How insurance works. Mm-hmm. That one, to me, still is a baffling. Well, it's partially a scam. Well, and, and that's the thing, though. I don't think you'll <laughs> ever understand, like, how I, if I have this coupon from such and such, it's free, but my insurance makes me pay $400. How to calculate compound interest. How do we do that? Oh. I still don't know how to do that. <laughs> I don't want that's, to know. That's serious math. I think that's even beyond Jen's pay grade. She's pretty <laughs> good at math. I would. They, if I had the formula, I might be able to do it, but I don't know. Compound interest or splitting a check amongst four people evenly. With compound interest is going to cost you more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or earn you more. Uh, that happiness takes work. Mm-hmm. The real definition of consent. How to give a compliment. The art of conversation. How to understand the concept of opportunity cost. That hydration is life. That's so true. That's very true. <laughs> Basic cooking skills. Although my, my school had a home ec class. I wasn't yeah. allowed to take it. Well, I probably was allowed to take it. I just didn't dare. Why not? Because boys I would didn't. Have, I would have violated a gender norm. Yeah. A societal gender time. expectation. Yeah, I don't think there were any boys. Boys took shop. Girls took home ec. My exactly. mom was the first woman to take auto class at her high school. Oh, wow. Look and, at her. Teacher, Breaking barriers. teacher just barely passed her, even though she did everything correct, because wow. she was a woman and was not supposed to take that class. Wow. wow. Isn't that crazy? crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other one, her. girls, I think, took were was typing. I don't know if... The boys, there were very many boys in typing class. No, but I was, I had to take typing because it was part of my dyslexia curriculum. Oh. I, everybody had to take typing at our school. Like it was a part of your ninth grade. I wish I would have. Whatever. I wish I would have. I didn't. Uh, There is the art of haggling and negotiation. I wish I was better at that. You got to be willing to walk away, man, for real. Uh, how to spot a scam. If you're willing to walk away and you know where you need to be, it's it's easy. Uh, how to build your credit. How to deal with the police. What to do in an emergency. And good time management. Yeah. All things we could have used years ago. Yeah. No kidding. We're still trying to learn. Still figuring it out. That's right. 741. Q102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Marie. Hi, Marie. Your caller 20. All right. Yeah. yeah. Exciting yeah, yeah. day. You know what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> was very convincing. So we're asking folks to give us the secret sound in the correct order because there's a series of sounds, as you know, and I feel like it would just make it easier for everybody if we went in chronological order. Yeah. Okay. As much as you can. As much as you can. So you heard the clue, unless you need me to read it to you again. No, I heard it. Okay. For $6,000, Marie, what is the Q102 secret sound? Is it Tim and Fritz at the Armory Fieldhouse that you see 
the spirit squad is banging on a megaphone. The Bearcat holds up a ring and the medals that they won and they and they cling together. And the cheerleaders do a backflip on the mat. Okay. I actually kept up typing as we were just talking about being a typing typing <laughs> class. I kept up with that. And you are not correct. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Did she go forward or backward? Uh, you are very warm. Very, very warm. warm. Okay. Yeah. All so right. there were the, yesterday. I was preview. I was looking at all the guesses from yesterday. We were cold, cool, lukewarm, hot, very warm. We had like all the temperatures yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but you are the closest as of yet. All okay. Right. Here we go. I'll go back and look at a few. All right, Marie. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Have a great morning. Take it easy, you too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Tim, you need to get some Ivy Stop at Walgreens or CVS for your poison Ivy. I actually think I have some at home. I get it every year. You're sensitive to it. I'm sensitive to it. If you come within five feet of it, you've got it. I'm, uh, you know, doing some sort of yard work at a a rental property or something. This time it was at our Airbnb. Our neighbor's fence blew down, and I was helping her remove her vines off of it. And I wore long sleeve shirt purposely because yep, I knew. knew I'd get it. Oh, that's oh, nice, though, that you were helping love thy neighbor, Tim. And, yeah. And it got gotcha, you. It bit you. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. My dad's like that, though. If he even, like, the first time he'll go out and mow the grass, it'll be all over him. Mm-hmm. And for no reason. Yep. It'll last a day or two, and then it'll be gone. But, yeah, I have some of that stuff. That stuff works. Thank you. Yeah, she said... That Ivy Stop removes the how do you pronounce this urushol oil from the skin and stops the rash. I imagine though you'd have to use it fairly soon after. No. Yeah, I'll put it on when I get home. It'll still work now. Hmm. It's no fun though, poison ivy. Mm-mm. No. I don't even know if I've ever. I've had it like one time on my foot. Literally, this is the like eleventh spring in a row that I've. <laughs> oh my god! It's, usually, it's on my ankles. How long? I, does it last? Before? Usually like three or four days. Yeah. That's not too yeah. bad. Hope it doesn't spread to your parts because that really <laughs> oh, is awful no. when that happens to people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's your word of the day. There's a couple of ways I can pronounce this. Coolrophobia or cowlrophobia. How's it spelled? C O U L. Cowl. Cowlrophobia. C O W L R A. C O U L. C O U L. R O P H O B I A. What is it? It's the fear of clowns. Oh. And yeah. a lot of people have this. Yeah. I, I mean, I do about some clowns. There are cute clowns and then there are creepy clowns. They're, right. you know, there's different. The movie Poltergeist kind of ruined clowns for me. I don't remember the clown in Poltergeist. Yeah, it was in the kid's bedroom. I can't believe you wouldn't say The boy's it. bedroom. That's usually, it is usually the clown that ruins other clowns for people. Well, the, I the saw Poltergeist before it. Uh, okay. And 1,000 people of all pages were polled and 54% said they're scared of clowns at least a little bit. And that includes 5% who said, extremely afraid. I had a clown picture in my room as a child. And I don't remember if it was a gift from my grandpa or if my grandpa painted it. But it hung in my room forever when I was a kid. Was it scary? It wasn't a scary clown, but I was always a little hesitant around Old time clowns aren't scary for sure. Did you notice the eyes following you? No, I don't remember. <laughs> Did the, the expression <laughs> of the clown but ever change? Really as you'd walk funny by? how vivid it, the memory of that painting is. It would randomly is. just start to cry. Like yeah. teardrops would fall out. Blood of would start <laughs> running down the walls. Did was... it ever talk? What's <laughs> the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Why? Don't we make you laugh? (laughs) Now, the Jimboree clown is cute. Did you ever see the Jimboree clown? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a cute, he's like their mascot. He's a cute clown. That's like the store Jimboree, right? Yeah, and do they still do Jimboree classes? Is that still a thing? I don't even know if they have freestanding stores where you can go into. Those were fun. I don't mind clowns. 
you guys? It depends I mean, on the clown. Yeah. Like there was, so there was a clown in a local clown, well-known celebrity clown in Boston named Willie Whistle. You could Google him. <laughs> Willie he, Whistle? Yes. That almost sounds dirty. And he was a little he- heavy set. He had like a squeaky voice. And he was very non-threatening. Did he okay. whistle when he talked because his teeth were big or something like no, that? No, he had like some kind of tube in his in his throat or something, and, oh, it, and it made a whistling sound. Mm-hmm. See, like Bozo the Clown. I remember watching that on PBS when I was a kid, and he was very non-threatening. And then what's that local clown? Wasn't there like a... We had one here. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Oh. I, long, I long time ago. My Uncle Bob went to clown school. Like Wendy and... <sighs> He's duly the clown, and he does it at church festivals. Still, yep, yeah. But see, I always felt like you know, if they give you a nice little balloon animal, and they that's what he does. That they were at birthday parties and stuff for plasticky. Kids. If they didn't have a plastic face, I felt okay. Here's the thing about clowns: is when you look back at the history of when they were a thing, and people were really into them, there weren't video games and all of these other things to entertain you. That was the entertainment. That was it. Like so, real people. Right. So I like I try to like put myself in yeah. that mindset. Yeah. This was all there was. <laughs> was this or kick the can. It's so funny. I was in it's Chicago true. walking through the, the Museum of Television History and Bozo the Clown, which was a big fixture in children's television mm-hmm. in the sixties and seventies. And you see these pictures of Bozo the Clown. He's just got this wild hair that count, comes out to here and the, the big outfit and mm-hmm. Kids obviously loved it because it was a successful show, but I look at it, and I think he looks scary. Yeah. Just because everything is so exaggerated. Well, then there's Ronald McDonald. Oh, yeah, I like Oh, I love Ronald McDonald. McDonald. How do you not love him, right? With the Hamburglar? But maybe it's the pictures of the clown that are the scary ones. I think if they're more exaggerated or or the more wild they are, the more scary they are. Hmm. Or if they invite you to a, a sewer grate. Yeah, they asked this group of 1,000 people of all ages uh, if they're scared or not. And 54% said they're scared of them at least a little bit, which includes 5% who said they're extremely afraid of clowns. Hmm. So the reason is, so the question is why? Uh, So to find out, they asked that that 54% group of a bunch of follow-up questions as to why they were afraid of clowns. And here are some of the answers. Uh, Hidden emotional signals, meaning their makeup makes them impossible to read. Mm. So you can't tell if they're happy, angry, or about to murder you. <laughs> That's true. There's that. Yeah. Uh, there is, of course, the negative portrayals in the media. Things like the movie It have taught us to be afraid of them. Or, in my case, poltergeist. Uh, their behavior is unpredictable, and that makes us nervous. They don't quite look human, which is something called the uncanny valley effect. Some people have the same reaction to dolls and realistic robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be probably my reason. Mm-hmm. They're exaggerated facial features, which I just brought up, which make them seem threatening. Uh, for other people, it's the color of their makeup, which reminds us of death, disease, and blood. Yep. Oh, yeah, because their mouth, that's the other thing, the big red mouth. Yeah. That's scary. In some cases, a parent or family member's fear of clown could have rubbed off on you. And uh, the eighth reason, you maybe had a scary encounter with a clown at some point at your life, at a carnival or a fair or a parade. Mm-hmm. It's fairly common for people with a fear of clowns, but it ranked last out of those eight reasons. Hmm. So there you go. How do, how do, how do I pronounce that again? Cowrophobia. Cowrophobia. That was my first instinct. <laughs> Phobia, the, the clown. Uh, we got to take a quick break here. A little before 8 o'clock, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, there's a good reason you feel much younger than you are. As your news that didn't make the news continues. Mm. Janine sent me the phonetic spelling for coolrophobia. Coolrophobia. Yeah. Okay. That's the fear, fear of, of clowns. Coolrophobia. Okay. Well, that's one I don't think I could officially be diagnosed with. No, you don't have that. No, I got other ones, but not that one. Seven after eight. This guy might be wishing he just stuck with Tinder. 43-year-old Robert Siegfried lives in southern Wisconsin, hasn't had a ton of luck with online dating. So he recently rented a billboard to find himself a wife. Ah! 
Oh, that's a clever approach, I suppose. Yeah, he lives he lives in Janesville, which is about 70 miles outside of Milwaukee. Okay. The billboard says, Date Robert, Wisconsin's number one eligible bachelor. <laughs> okay. And there's a picture of him in a cowboy hat, belt buckle, and sunglasses. Is he a handsome dude? I mean, is, is he somebody that you think a lot of ladies would look at and say, hey, I would probably date that? Um, I don't know. That's so subjective, I guess. Well, you could, by normal, by what societal standards, what we generally see as beautiful and handsome, does he fit into those norms? I guess. I mean, he's not a bad looking dude. I wouldn't <laughs> say he's a bad looking dude. I need to look. Dude. You can't, men, men can't me judge other men whether or not they're good looking or not. You take a look, Fritch. Is he a handsome dude? Uh, <laughs> you see my dilemma? Uh, Let me see. I, I, mean, I can't mean, see from sorry. here. Tim will tell you. Personality. Tim will tell you. Oh, crap. How do We're I We're looking back? at this dude. I hate this he's single thing. and he's Here, put up me, a billboard. I hit it again. And I, all I asked Jeff was, is he a good looking dude? Well, it's hard to tell. He's got a hat and glasses on. He looks douchey with that belt. He's got a big old cowboy hat on and sunglasses, so it's buckle. hard to tell. And not in a and not in a Yellowstone kind of way. Yeah, well, I'm big say. buckle not in means a ripped kind of way. Big <laughs> buckles mean a certain thing, but if you're looking for someone who wears a bolo tie, I mean, yeah. maybe that's He's your, your thing. I would I mean, say. You know what I would say? I would go out on a date with him. He's not ugly. Why not? I mean, you know. He's not repulsive. I've gone out with no. him. No. <laughs> I don't think he's a bad-looking guy. The, the billboard says he's looking for a local, honest woman. Uh-huh. And there's a phone number you can call or text to leave him a message. Richie, text him and uh, okay. put him in touch with Jen Jordan. Over I here. will. He's Let planning to rent more billboards over the next few weeks if necessary. And I can't tell you how many dates it's gotten him, but I guess he's run into a few hurdles. Yeah. First, a reporter interviewed him, and he asked her out during the yeah. segment. <laughs> That's probably not smart. It, it sort of seemed like a joke, but she's quite a bit younger. Yeah, than him. so it was kind of creepy. And she politely declined. Yeah, I think it came off as creepy. Yeah. Now, this part might be more of a deal breaker, though. The station covering the story felt the need to list one final detail at the end. <laughs> Uh, they noted that someone filed a restraining order against him last year. Oh, man. And I don't have the details on that. All I can tell you is that it's a four-year restraining order that, it, wow. that is apparently still in effect. Isn't that a long time? Isn't that a long time for a restraining? I don't know a lot about restraining orders, but yeah, I mean, I four years sounds like that's It a, seems like a long time a long to time. me. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think restraining orders are is easy to get as some people think. Yeah, it's not like you can just say, hey, judge, I need one, okay. Right, there needs to be cause, compelling cause. Uh, and he also faced a disorderly conduct charge last year. I mean, it is kind of the news station. If they're going to do this story about the guy and there is something out there about him that people should know before they go out on a date, it's kind of their responsibility to do that. And at the same time, I kind of hope they said to the guy, hey, listen, we're going to do this story on you, but we have to mention this. We got to report all the facts. We got to report all the facts and give him the option to say, all right, well, never mind. Well, and it is in the public interest to know this if he's putting it out there. Yeah. Uh, Robert says he just it feels like he's exhausted of all of his dating options and is just trying to find the right one. I'd like to walk down the sidewalk on a nice summer day and just hold someone's hand. Dating sites just weren't Aww. working for me. Match and Tinder and just none of them were working. I hope people take it serious. I want someone to take it serious. Don't be shy. Call me. He yeah. sounds nice. Call Robert Siegfried if you're interested. His phone number is all over the internet right now. It's area code 608 608- Six three one zero five seven five. That's six zero eight six three one zero five seven five. Tell, tell him Jen Jordan says yeah. hello. Say hi. Just one one dinner, Jen. Just one. <laughs> I'll even pay for your Wisconsin flight. Yeah. And uh, and Tim will shadow you from a distance. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with you. Keep an eye on things. It's Wisconsin. We'll hit up some nice cheese spots. Yeah, while oh, I, I love cheese. When you leave there. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, look up into the sky tonight, and you may see two UFOs, or UFOs to anyone who doesn't pay attention to boring science stuff anyway. Cops in Central California had to post on Facebook last week and ask people to stop calling 911 about <laughs> Jupiter and <laughs> Venus. Yeah, yeah, they're right next we to each other. They're Jupiter so bright. Venus yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Besides the moon, they've been the brightest objects in the sky recently. In fact, they've been so close together, it looked like they crossed paths and merged last Wednesday, something that will not ha happen again until 2039. Wednesday was the same day cops in Modesto, California, asked people to stop calling them about it. <laughs> oh, wow. People are on high alert, man. They're looking for it now. Yeah. Well, Paying attention to the skies. Molly was in Florida last week, and she came back, and she's like, I saw these two blobs in the sky at night, and mm -hmm. they were, were they sort darting? of crossing each other, and then they disappeared. And I was like, oh, it's probably Venus and Jupiter. They're conjunctions right now. They're probably uh -huh. going right by. And she and took a, a cloud moved in front of it. She took yeah. a pic and she sent it to me. And I zoomed in and it looked like two planets. Like when you zoomed in, you could almost see like. You could almost see the rings on them. Kind and of. She didn't send it to me, but I saw a different picture of someone that was in Florida. But then Same she thing. pulled out of the photo and there were the two planets on the other side of the screen. Oh. So mm. I was like, ooh. Were they move? I mean, was it darting? Were they moving? She were said they, they darting were moving slowly, and they cross each other and then disappear? They were trying to that's get back what, to Venus. I bet. Yeah, the people <laughs> I know that have seen things, they're like, they it's in the sky and it like darts. There's mm. like, and then, wow, I know. They posted a photo, and the Modesto police in Modesto, California, posted a photo. And said, if you're seeing these lights in the sky, dispatches received multiple calls regarding this. Do not be alarmed. And then they explained what they were about them being uh, Venus and Jupiter. Uh, there was no need to report this. It's not clear what people thought they were or why they assumed their local police could help or do anything about it. But with Chinese spy balloons in the news sure. a lot last month, uh, that oh. may have had something to do with what drove the oh, sure. calls. There was a rogue balloon downstairs in our parking garage this morning. <laughs> was there? It scared the living bleep out of me. I had to leave to go pick up Tim for his oil change appointment. And out of the corner of my eye, there was a floating black balloon <laughs> that I thought was like a black cat. And floating low. It's only like it, a foot off the yeah, ground. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how did that cat get in here? And it was a freaking balloon. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.